Well, now I'm speaking with Rich Harper, Manager of International Trade for the Outdoor Industry Association. We're here upon Election Day in the United States. Uh, good afternoon, Rich. And let me first ask you your opinions on the impact that this election will have on international trade and specifically TPP at the congressional and uh, presidential level. How much of impact will it have? Uh, good afternoon. Good to be with you. I think, you know, with this election, obviously TPP is President Obama's uh, trade legacy, his number one trade priority. And there's going to be a strong push now that the election has taken place to get it done before the end of the year. And I still think there's a small window uh, to get it done. You know, I think there's some outstanding concerns that congressional Republicans have about a couple of issues, including biologics. And you know, I think the administration is working hard to try and address those concerns. And so with the election uh, having now taking place, um, I think there'll be a strong push to get a vote uh, in the lame duck session of Congress. You know, Speaker Ryan and Majority Leader McConnell have uh, expressed concerns about having a vote and said that the votes aren't there. But, you know, I think the conversations are ongoing. So despite the fact that both candidates, Secretary Clinton, and Mr. Trump have come out in opposition uh, to TPP. All the more reason, I think, for the, the administration to push for that vote. And I think, you know, congressional Republicans, despite some outstanding concerns, are, are mostly free traders and have mostly supported trade agreements in the past. And I think if they can find a path forward on some of those outstanding issues, we will see that vote. But it'll, it will take a lot of work. And this has been a challenging year for trade and, and the president's trade agenda. But I think there's a commitment on both sides to working towards addressing uh, those issues. And, you you know, there, there might be some uncertainty with the next administration, whether it be Secretary Clinton and uh, Mr. Trump, uh, re regarding TPP. And so I think uh, there'll be uh, that strong push to you know, address those outstanding concerns. And so it might be a small window, but I think it, it exists and we'll see a lot of activity towards trying to get that vote uh, before the end of the year. And certainly it's something that the outdoor industry supports and would like to see completed before the end of the year. Significant benefits for you know, both sides of our balanced trade agenda, for those that utilize global value chains, and also for our main U.S members and uh, developing new export markets, which would contribute to you know, the $646 billion outdoor recreation economy that's also supports 6.1 million uh, American jobs here. Uh, just a point of clarification, if indeed TPP was pushed forward and passed before the end of the Obama administration, could the new president, whether it be Secretary Clinton or President uh, or Mr. Trump, could that new administration reverse what was approved in the lame duck session? Well, I mean, if it's approved and uh, the other parties ratified the agreement, I mean, certainly a new administration could uh, look to revisit, I think, some of the provisions in TPP, but they would need the agreement of the other uh, 11 TPP partners. So it certainly becomes more challenging for a you know, new administration to change course on certain issues. Once TPP is enacted, they would need to get the consent of uh, the uh, rest of the TPP uh, partners to do so. Well, the enactment of TPP, if they want try to appeal provisions of it, would it? Well, I mean, it's, so there's a couple ways that TPP can come into force. One is that all 12 parties ratify the agreement. The other way is for um, after two years from when the agreement is signed, I think, uh, you know, you'd need 85% of uh, parties that make up 85% of the, the region's GDP to ratify the agreement. So you'd need the U.S. and Japan and, and others. And so, uh, you know, I think once the U.S. Um, ratifies the agreement, I think most of the other partners uh, will follow suit. I think a lot of, of our partners have their eye on the U.S. And so I think once that happens, I think the, the, the remaining partners will follow suit. Uh, now let's turn our attention to the impact of the congressional and presidential election on the overall outdoor industry, you know, public lands. And also maybe you could address the Interior Department. Obviously, uh, Sari Jewell, formerly of REI, has headed that up under the Obama administration. I think she's been a, and obviously uh, someone who's been a, an advocate of the outdoor industry. Well, let me start. I mean, overall, you know, I think, um, you know, starting from the, the trade perspective, first of all, you know, if it is a, a Clinton administration, you know, despite uh, the fact that she has um, 
come out against TPP. You know, I think there's still significant opportunities to work with her and her, her administration because we do pursue a balanced trade agenda. So that which means we support the elimination of import tariffs on products where there is no viable domestic production, and we also support our members who manufacture in the U.S. and support policies to help them, you know, compete in the global economy. And certainly, Secretary Clinton has uh, emphasized domestic manufacturing, reinvigorated domestic manufacturing. So you know, I think we'll have the opportunities to, to work with her um, on those issues. In addition to, you know, some of our own individual initiatives like uh, the U.S. Outdoor Act, which would uh, eliminate import tariffs on outdoor apparel, uh, and also uh, initiatives um, to add footwear to the generalized system of preferences program. You know, we we pursue uh, these trade initiatives uh, by working with our domestic manufacturers and working with domestic trade associations uh, to vet all these proposals. In addition to supporting policies, you know, to help them continue to uh, compete and grow a domestic manufacturing presence. You know, in other parts of our trade agenda, you know, I think we're certainly appreciated the the work and uh, Secretary Jewell, um, you know, coming from the industry and uh, the work she that she's done in the Interior Department. And I think with you know, if it's a Clinton administration, there's a lot of excitement on how we can you know work with her and support her plan to double the outdoor rec- economy and invest in public lands and waters. Uh, her work on on climate change. Um, she has called for investment in public lands to help offset carbon emissions, which is a part of um, you know our uh, statement uh, on climate change. So I think there'll be you know significant opportunities to work with her on those issues. And you know in terms of local rec initiatives, I think we're seeing a lot of investment in outdoor recreation happening at the state and local level. Um, so we've also looked and endorsed uh, candidates uh, in Vermont and Montana and uh, supporting uh, you know their efforts there. So continue to be active in those areas. And so you know I think we we're looking forward to working if it is a Clinton administration. We're looking forward uh, to working with her and her team. You know and identifying candidates who might um, fill roles in the administration. Again, we'd certainly appreciate the, the service and the leadership of Secretary Jewell. Um, you know not just on on uh, interior and public lands issues, but she's also been a much needed voice on you know supporting the Trans-Pacific Partnership, uh, emphasizing the fact that it does have strong and enforceable environmental provisions in addition to strong enforceable labor provisions, which has been a priority and also a key part of our trade agenda as well. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.